Blatter. We have Jeff Marshall here. It's Jeff Marshall. We have Fif Gareth there. Hang on. Are, are you that side or are you that side? You're this side and I'm the, the, play, the so other way. There are. We're, we're, it's like we're ET. Marvellous. Would you like to shake hands? Oh, yeah, that's quite good. Across uh, the, there, there we, we go. We shouldn't touch. We're not touching. Two no, we're not touching. There's two meters two distance. Meters. <laughs> two meters. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, 1901. It's uh, yeah. We're off to start. Oh, the one thing I didn't tell you is that you have a, you have a, an intro video that, that we're going to show off in 30 seconds, uh, which is which is fun. Except that you don't get the sound. But actually, the intro video. I actually spoke to a chap at Trunk Records, uh, who owned the license for the Ivor the Engine soundtrack. As, so if I just hum over the engine do, 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 in do, your do, head, do, do. yeah. So you hum that, except that it's one of the it's one of the later tracks. But um, yeah, so so I've legally got the, one of the secondary themes from Ivy the Engine as the theme tune to this because it goes out as a podcast as well. A chap from the this, Netherlands. This goes out as a podcast. Yeah, yeah. A chap from the Netherlands oh, called Heel. Hello, hello, pod people. Hello, pod people. Hello, people who can't see anything but are hearing things. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do our best as ever to try and audio describe. Ah, oh, Jeff. I kept going underground as the title, partly because um, I got sidetracked and then ran out of time to change it, but also partly because it kind of, I think it broadly gets the gist. I mean, I have no idea what we're going to talk about tonight. That's kind of what's fun about Rail Matter. What, what, what sort of things are we, what, 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 without giving too much away, what have you got in store for today's Natter? Uh, I, I assume that from the notes you sent me, we're going to talk about a couple of pictures I sent you and any, any tube-related questions. Ooh, yes. I'm assuming in your format that uh, people also throw in questions. By the way, I can only see the slide and we're in tiny windows. Should I be able to see a bigger, a bigger, bigger thing? So at the moment, so we're going to split, so we can go into the guest side by side for now, actually, while people are saying, hello, everyone, look, Jeff is big now. There we, see, hello, there we are. So, I, I, so we've had our title card. Everyone knows what's going on. So now what I'm going to do is spin the chat in so I can see what's going on. There we are. It's very professional. We're you spin minutes. in the chat as well. So you put the chat in. So I have the chat. No, no. I, so I can't. So now I've got the chat down here on another screen. This setup is, is jerry rigged to the max. Um, Michael says he's looking forward to it. David Shepard is talking about handshakes with Jeff. Left handed handshake. It's his tradition. Oh, wait a minute. What's left handed? Oh, I was actually using my left hand weirdly. That was pure coincidence. Um, yeah. So, oh, it's all happening. Uh, yep. Yeah, lovely. Right. We've got millions of people joining us in the chat. Happy to say we've got 100 people watching. Uh, without further ado, let's kick off. Let's 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 do this. Uh, Rail Natter. Good evening, everyone. City 225. This bit's always weird because poor Jeff is just sat watching a blank a screen moving around with no sound coming out of it. But in post, it looks great. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, so it's fine. That's it. Yeah, if you just hum it, just imagine okay. you can you can you can watch it later on. Um, yeah, Jeff, welcome to Rail Natter. This this um, I, I, this is a format that well, there's no format. I'll be kidding myself if there was a form if I suggested there was a format. Um, it's a thing that I started informally. Uh, at the start of lockdown as a form of so escape. Week, week 13, is that is that what we're on? We're on week 13, yeah. This is week 13 of lockdown, which is... Um, oh, that's crazy, right? It is crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. I think you're going to touch on that in a minute. Um, I've got my tea. Are you drinking anything exciting? No, I've got like a, a Sainsbury's own Ribena. <laughs> maybe halfway through I'll go make a tea. If the, we, you know. yeah, we can, the format can sustain that level of interaction. Yeah, you could go make tea. Like we could all go and have a comfort break together, sort of <laughs> yeah. collectively, like a half time. 
People are going to so people in the chat are going to be expecting this to last three hours. Jeff's a busy man. He's going to have to go. Like we have to keep this tight. We've got an hour. Jeff well, has to do I, things. I can go over a bit. I've, I've rejigged my evening schedule. I've got another Zoom. Call. I just I just had a Microsoft Teams meeting. I've got a Zoom call coming up, and in between we're doing this via Skype. Yeah, Skype, and then <laughs> WebEx later this evening. <laughs> well, WebEx. The other one is um. Google renamed Hangouts to Google Meet, didn't they? They did, which is, is quite good. Google Meet, yeah, that... I've been using it with the York Cycle campaign. It's quite. I shouldn't have said that. Now everyone's going to spam Google Meet. Anyway, it's quite good. Um, yeah, I quite like Google Meet. And then WhatsApp and then, with the family. And then last week, well, yeah, it's WhatsApp, FaceTime, Zoom for like the family, right? Yeah. Then it's like Skype like this for like semi-professional. And then it's Teams for like corporate stuff. And then weirdly, I did a meeting with someone and they use Skype for business. And I was like, what What the heck is that? I see. Yeah, it's like Skype Pro. Yeah, yeah. We used to use that at work, but it's been gobbled up by Teams. Teams has subsumed it. So I'm surprised oh, that it still works. Skype Pro. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Yeah, I know, right. It's a tangled, complex web. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So uh, the first thing we're going to do, actually, because, Jeff, you and I have not, we, we've never met before. We, 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 our paths have probably passed within each other, but we've never actually met. We always hope to meet at the pub and have a pint, but, you know, such is life. Gareth, the most I know about you is when you were in. Uh, Paul Whitewick's video that you did. He did a long half an oh, hour yes. video. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. That's been viewed by many people. It's quite many. good. Ben Goldacre was all over that, actually, which is quite good. And I saw Paul last week at a two-meter distance, obviously, and we and I was saying, hey, I'm on Gareth's thing next week. So he was he was dishing the dirt on you. So, yeah. Oh, this is it. Yeah, there's plenty. That's of all I know. <laughs> um, so, well, that, maybe the next slide is a good one then because I thought, to start, I'd introduce me which is weird on a show that I theoretically host, but given that there are 133 people watching, I'm, I'm figuring that maybe that... 50% of those people are... Hang on, I'm going to go on live. Is that Newcastle top right? It is, yes. That's Newcastle yes. East Junction. Good work, Jeff. <laughs> I Excellent. score points for that. <laughs> yes, you, you score... Okay, so everyone's getting points. Um, no one on the chat <laughs> gets points, but you get points, which is good. So, um, uh, okay, in which case, can you get extra points for, the, the, for what I'm holding up in a slide, ignore the poor quality of my cuticles. Uh, on the right, at the top, left, right, whichever one, the blue one. What's in the slide? Do you recognise where that is? That's where on the West Coast Main Line there's a flat crossover, isn't there? The, the east. It's, it's the East Coast Main Line. But Sorry, you're... did I say West? Yes, the other side. Is it like somewhere near Tamworth or something? No, no that's on the West Coast. That's Where's... also the West Coast. You're on the right line of like latitude. It's in Newark. It's Newark flat crossing. It's the Newark, that's the Newark crossover. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So that's another one. So um, this is the sort of junk that I get to play with. In fact, I try avoid, desperately avoiding this sort of stuff as much as I can. And then what's on the bottom is the thing that is my... So this is my day job is mucking around with this stuff. Um, I can't actually read it. It's something junction. What's it saying? It is. That's Colton Junction, which is... Where's that? So that know. is just south of York. It was the UK's first 125 mile an hour switch. Uh, it was installed at the northern end of the Selby Diversion in 1982-1983. And it was Europe's third high-speed line when it opened. Uh, we just happened to have forgotten this in the country. Never mind. And um, I have no idea where picture number four is. The, it's the is same that, place. Is, is it even same, in Britain? Yeah, no, no, it's the same place. So the, so the bottom oh. two are both Colton Junction. So I, I, I used these in a presentation recently when I was talking about future-proofing. And people say, oh, you can't really design for the future because you never know what's going to happen. And... And, um, and indeed, you know, Newcastle East Junction looks very different now, but Colton Junction was designed with the future in mind, and that's why it's pretty much identical now to what it was when it was built in 1982. Yeah. Anyway, so that's me. So that's an introduction. I'm a design engineer. This is what I do. I, um, 
I build these things. People have just told me off that it was Europe's fourth high-speed line. Okay, what was the third then? The first was the first was in France. It was one of the LGBs, LGB Nord. Uh, the second was in Italy. Where was the third? Because the third I thought was um, uh, this, the Selby diversion. Anyway, we've got we've, we've right. Come back to that chat. We've, we've no, digressed. I love it. I love it. I love how you have an, an astute audience. With with when you're in the railway world, people will correct you if you're wrong because people oh, yes. people do know their stuff. Yes, and they're good to correct. There are people who know how to correct you well, and there are some people who aren't <laughs> so good at that. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on swiftly. Uh, right, what for next? Okay, well the news. So I've, normally I've started breaking in and doing a bit of the news. Um, the news is that there are going to be yet more of these IET things around. Love them or yeah. hate them. They're going to be more of them uh, because the, the, I'm, we're running out of tops classes because they're at what? They're like eight or sevens now. They're only they're only getting about 20 or 30 units, mm. though, aren't they? How many are they getting? Yeah. They are, but what? why are they different enough? I presume it's because they're shorter carriage lengths to run around they, on the, the West Coast Are they not mainline. making 800 something? Are they, are they yeah, they're, they're, they're 807s. Not 807. Eight, yeah. So they're, they've come up with a new, an additional number. Um, and I presume it's because they are a little bit different to the other ones. But they're they're. Are they that different to justify a different class number anyway? You know, nerds, nerds answer these questions in the chat. Oh, they already are. It looks Good. like, I think, I think the Avanti livery looks better on, on the Hitachi train than it does on a, than it does on the, on the, on the existing units actually. On the that Pendos. Looks... Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it looks quite smart there. Whereas I have to say, I've seen it in real life on the Pendolino and I wasn't hugely convinced. Yeah. The Pendolino is a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like, um, when people rounded off all their buttons on on uh, websites about seven years ago, or in fact longer than that, about twelve years ago, all buttons on the internet were rounded off. And the Pendolino is <laughs> kind of like that. It was pretty snazzy at the time, but they look a little bit. Da- they do look a bit dated now. Um, whereas I think these are a little bit sharper on the edge. Anyway, oh goodness, what was? We're eleven minutes past seven, and we're already yammering about and, uh, train aesthetics. And, and I'm assuming that's an artist mock-up, or is it is? Yeah, they don't they don't exist yet. History. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. New. New, uh, to be fair, they've they've got the rust and the smell right on New Street Station, despite the shiny bit on top. So uh, yeah, it's quite it's quite a convincing um, mock up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good work. Anyway, right, enough of that. That was the news and a, a bit of an introduction to me. We're gonna the news. It's like a news segment. I love it. News. Yes. Um, right. We we get onto the onto the content, the actual yeah. meat of of, of it. Yeah. Jeff, I've yammered on a lot, but we're gonna. I think this is a sad one, isn't it? think it's a bit of a sad one well melancholy yeah would you like me to explain this picture yes tell us about uh, this picture so i counted uh well i've, I've got a, a video coming out tomorrow uh which i've been working on this week i did i did a, a big one a couple of weeks ago uh with the gtr and southern uh about should you be traveling on a train uh that was good i shared it it was it was interesting off the back of that i mean i've been you know, I've been, you have to ask TfL nicely and speak to their press office. So I've been kind of having a, a, a back and forth with them. Like I wanted to get either the mayor, Sadiq, or the managing director. And there's a new managing director for London Underground. His name is Andy Lord. Mm. Uh, and weirdly, uh, the Teams meeting that I referred to a moment ago was just an hour ago before I did this chat with you. I was chatting to Andy Lord for about Ooh. half an hour. So that interview will appear in a video tomorrow along with this picture and this shot because i then uh, for the first time in well, how many weeks are we on now week 13, 13 what's, yeah. th- what's 13 times seven i'm an engineer not an mathematician what's that <laughs> for some yeah, amount I actually just had to do run up calc.exe and type <laughs> that so 
90, I think it's been 91 days since I've been on a tube train. But that's interesting because clearly I took this picture. I've been on a tube train, but I've not had a journey on one. So I was accompanied by the press office ah, uh, yesterday morning at Brixton Station. And they were just showing like all the signage and decals and stuff that they put up. And there's hand sanitizers uh, in every tube station now. Um, and we went around and I wanted to get a picture. So I, so we waited for one to pull in because Brixton's the terminating station. Yeah. Uh, we knew we were okay because they, they weren't um, stepping back at that time. So we watched the driver walk the length of the platform. So I had like 90 seconds and I jumped on, got some footage. So so technically I've been on a tube train, but I've not traveled on one. You've not had the, whole, the wholesome enriching experience of feeling it rattling around under your bum. Yeah, yeah. So I, under the under the, I was I was chaperoned. Such a great word. I was chaperoned by a gentleman from the press office as we got as I got all my shots. Uh, so that will be in a video for tomorrow. So it's it's weird to see yeah um, a tube station with sanitizers and and there's a lot of signage, uh, which I think is funny because TfL clearly they've they've been bailed out by the government. I forget how much it is. I'm sure you might know because you know their profits have just gone whoop, straight down, and yet they've also had to spend a lot of money. <laughs> putting up signs everywhere and installing hand sanitizers and and we chose Brixton because they were handing out in the in the peak hours in the morning they were handing out actual masks not just face coverings but like those um oh, the proper light blue colored me medical ah, masks okay mm. which i didn't realize those are only one use only if you have like a sock or a scarf you can obviously wash and reuse that but those medical style masks um are like you shouldn't use more than more than once but they're only handing those out at around 20 key tube stations and brixton uh is is one of those so you can get yourself um a mask although i prefer i prefer the the, the term face covering i think mask sounds a bit i don't know it well face bit... covering is i suppose face covering is that you can use a buff for a face covering but there's no surgical that does so and correct right. me if i'm you can cover your face and, and me it's more to protect other people right whereas well, a mask well, is a bit more of a surgical yeah. sealed protected thing well, I mean, at, at a push, you could just use a scarf, couldn't you? Mm. Or I, I, I quite go running, and there's this strange thing called a snood. <laughs> I think that's the right word, S-N-O-O-D, which is you sort of put around your neck like a running scarf, and you can just raise that up. But I should, I don't know. Do you know what? If I knew where my snood was, I'd get it out and show you, but I can't. I don't know where it is Ooh, at the moment. Jeff, crikey. Um, but, you know, they want something to cover your face. It doesn't have to be a mask, but just just a face covering. So, But we chat about all this uh in the video and it was yeah it was weird to see brixton very quiet it was also interesting to see um how many people were already uh wearing face coverings because um we have this is picked up again in the video because it's not a, it's not law it's not a bylaw but it's actually i thought this was very interesting i checked it's now been written into the conditions of carriage so it's not a bylaw it's a condition of carriage that you should wear a face covering but i believe i'm right in saying and this is this is the big the big thing is um there's still some ambiguity as to who's going to enforce it because I, I know, speaking to members of staff, that there are certain members of staff who don't want to say to a member of public, excuse me, you're not wearing a face covering because that member of public might just, you know, turn around and, you know, shout shout back at them because I, I, I'm sure there are some people who are going to say I'm not going to wear one and it's going to be a bone of contention. Um, yeah, and, particularly and have... given that a staff member was was died of of covid having been spat at you know i think it's probably that's probably yeah. fresh in a lot of people's mind you know the the lady from um victoria at station victoria. Yeah, yeah 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 just so so tragic yeah um so i don't know it's 
yeah, it's tough. And there's going to be people, you know, I mean, maybe even maybe other commuters will call out other commuters. You know, yeah. there'll probably be news items, you know, to where, you know, like, you know, people arguments broke out because somebody wasn't wearing a face covering. And, you know, somebody that was said that you wouldn't stuff. I, maybe that's going to happen in the news over the next few weeks. I don't know. It's going to be another unknown period that will become a testing time. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And I suppose. OK, two two things on this is. One is that it's always I'm always impressed at the speed at which TFL can mobilise this sort of change, yeah. particularly signage. They're so yeah. quick on on. Okay, certain things I'm sure you can say. Good grief, they're so slow on it. Like I don't know, the Battersea <laughs> extension, but uh, or Crossrail. But the um, the actual you know in terms of signage, in terms of these sort of quick systematic changes, I, I'm always impressed by it. Uh, Network Rail similarly, actually, there it's it's impressive how quickly the the changes happen on on. And. I, I don't know where it is. I should ask them. Presumably, if they've just got a design team somewhere mm. at Palestra at Blackfriars, and somebody just goes Illustrator yeah. for sign yeah. and send it to a printer somewhere, and overnight they churn it out, and then there's a whole distribution process to get it to all the stations. So, yeah, I should make a video about that. I should. But I presume there's a little ticky code on the corner saying so that it'll have fitted into their sign categorization system. I always one. I always. I'm always curious when I look at their stickers and things they stick onto the. The, this, the signs or the, the line designators within the trains. They've always got the little code in there. You might well have done a video on this. I'm always curious what that, like, that, that, that must be the most complex database of signs and good grief. It must surely p pertain to, the, to their style guide. Maybe it's like a, an, an, an approval code that says, yes, this meets style guide mm. number so-and-so. Because even a simple keep your distance sign must, you know, must adhere to their TFL's rigorous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's for clarity. The whole point of those standards is for clarity. And obviously this, the, no sign could be more important to be clear and obvious than, than one like this, other than perhaps the mind the gap signs, you know. Um, yeah, but, uh, the other thing is, sorry, go on. No, I, I, I just think another fascinating thing about this, and let, let me st stress, you know, that this is obviously an extremely testing time, especially uh, if, if you've had it or you know people that have, uh, have had from it. But, but also... You know, like all historic moments in time, what I find is fascinating that all this new signage has now been produced. But you know that in a year, five years, ten years time, these this this will now pop up in uh, TFL's own archives or the Transport Museum. You know, and, yeah. and I, I can imagine in like twenty years time, the Transport Museum will have like an exhibition on, hey, do you remember twenty twenty when there was you know when Corona happened and we had all this signage and people will collect some of these mm. signs just in the same way that we have stuff now from you know the second world war and stuff you know saying you know shelter down below this will become a thing and once we're you know in a, in a hundred years time people will look back and go this is what all the signs they had back in 2020 and you have to sort of remember that we're living through that now and that's that's really fascinating it's um, so so uh, lee render hi lee um has hey, pointed lee. out uh, that uh, tfl do have a dedicated design team and the numbering refers to the job and stock number oh there we go uh, so I, love that. See, I love that you know that thank you uh, thanks lee <laughs> that's tremendous um yeah don't forget to add my name into the chat if you want me to spot a question because it just pings up a bit more brightly thanks, oh everyone. is that what you do with you i didn't know that is yeah. that how that works so yeah 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 so if someone adds the, if they add me into it then it comes up in red and i and i can and it's easy and it means i can spot questions so that's all and just, to be fair the I questions are coming something. oh that's great yeah then, oh. there we go sorry that's a very good point actually her name was um bailey Majinga, yes. i think uh the lady who was uh, who died yeah. as a result of well died from covid working at victoria having just been spat on uh, and there were and that day that i made that video obviously i was behind the scenes and i spoke to people and i don't want to say where are the names but but there are other people as well, and a conversation occurred where we spoke of other people that 
had been affected. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, transport workers out there that have been affected, and yeah. we absolutely acknowledge that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's and it's just yeah. I mean, for me, I'm conscious that I'm on the edge of York. We we were really lucky. We moved house. Like Dean and I just moved house just before lockdown, essentially, or kind of only a month or so before lockdown. Uh, and we're very and we have a small garden. And I'm conscious that we're hugely lucky, and that there are so many people. You know, in London particularly people living with in a small flat with no access to any space whatsoever. I, I, I don't have a garden. I live in London, Gareth. I don't have a garden. Yeah. And <laughs> and it's just, yeah, so lockdown is, yeah. Um, and, yeah, when you've got a whole family in a tiny little room, anyway, yeah, it's 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 hard. But, okay, the, thing, the other thing I was going to say is um, a lot of people are really doom and glooming this and saying it's going to be like this for years and years and years. I don't, that's just not realistic. It's not going to be, it's not going to be years and years and years. We're going to see change. You know, this year is going to be a write-off. You know, twenty twenty has somewhat descended, uh, and it's going to be Christmas before there's sort of, or beyond Christmas before we start seeing any form of normality reign. But it's not going to be. We're not going to see years and years of this. Um, it's going to be. It is going to be a short blip. You know, and people talk about it in terms of ridership as well, and ridership well, of, of, of and you know, we've recovered from deeper ruts in terms of transport ridership. Um, I, I, I mean, the, the, way, the way I say it, to be, utter, to be utterly fair, and I, I think it's a reasonable point of view, is to be honest, every, many people have varying strong opinions. But in reality, because this is the first time something has happened like, in, like this in a lifetime, no one really knows. So the mm. only thing we, you can say for sure is that we don't, we don't know. Wasn't it Socrates that's famous for saying, the only thing I know is that I know nothing? It's like, mm, yeah, yeah. This, this, this might go on for another six months. It might go down. It might flare up again. There might, yeah, there yeah. might be a second wave. There might not. Nobody knows. Um, even some of the scientists behind don't know. And so in terms of travel, nobody knows. Are we going to have to wear face coverings for just a week, for a month, for the next year? I, I don't know. And I generally tend to be an optimist rather than a pessimist. Um, so, I mean, if you're talking about in terms of the virus, uh, you, you could argue that it's going to be here forever, just in the, in, in the same way that other things like mumps and chickenpox yeah, yeah, yeah. are here. But will it? Will we be under these restrictions forever and travel restrictions for for a long time? I would, I would, uh, on the side of positivity, and say I, I would assume slash hope not. But, but we don't know. We don't. It's true. It's true. Nobody knows. But that's the crazy thing. Um, anyway, right. So, so that's a yeah. So the picture, just in case we hadn't, I don't know how adequately we describe what's on screen. We've got a nice blue uh, sticker yes. applied to the window of a of a. If anyone can identify this, the tube stock from this picture, then you win triple points. Well, I, I certainly yeah, can. It's at Brixton Station. Come on. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Uh, there we are. See, uh, uh, we've got, um, we've got. oh, crikey, the chat's exploded with all sorts of people adding my name to just sort of show me that it's working. Thanks, everyone. That's really helpful. Uh, right. You typed Gareth's name with an at now. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, golly. Right. Like the sticker saying, we've we moved on from the sticker saying, please keep two meters apart. And we're down inside... There's a really nice enamel sign there that's not of the new style, so that's quite nice. I like that. Yeah. Now I'm um, I'm gonna I do need to give a shout out here to my friend Luke, who you may know, Luke Agbimony, aka Tube Mapper. Yes, Tube this Mapper. This is his photo. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he did, I, there's a watermark in the bottom of it, but it cropped out to fit my um, screen, ah, so we've cropped right, out okay. the watermark. Sorry, okay. Tube Mapper. So you should all follow uh, Luke on Twitter or Instagram. He posts a lot to Instagram, actually. Uh, but this was I, I just because you told me to send through some pictures, and I straight away I gave you that picture of Brixton yesterday because mm. I was like, that's the last time I was on the tube, and then that sort of took me back to 
when was the last time I just spent like a leisurely evening just riding the tube just for the heck of it? And it was a pleasant evening I spent with Luke about March, April of last year. And we just met up, had a drink. And then I I was like, let me take you around some places. And just he took photos. Um, And weirdly, he wasn't really I call this, you know, this is my favorite corridor on the whole of the tube, the green tiled corridor uh, and embankment. And he hadn't been there. And it was a beautiful moment in the video that I made where he was like, Oh wow! And because it, it's <laughs> unless you know it's there, you don't know it's there. And I, I was thinking, how can you have never been to this corridor before? But I caught the moment that he got excited about taking this picture, and it's just it's a great picture. I've never noticed. Yeah, I've never I've never noticed this corridor. So I sh- this is now goes on to my list of places to go and <laughs> snap uh, and enjoy and, and soak in. I, 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 so I I'm in London a fair amount. Well, was in London a fair amount for work. Um, and and I've, I've been, I enjoy tramping. I enjoyed picking off little weird corners and things, and you know, pointing out the bit where you go from old to new uh, on the Jubilee Line, just uh, you know, where the branch disappears off towards Charing Cross. That's my main nerd thing, in fact, because I'm on the Jubilee yes. Line a fair amount. It's like, oh, now we're in the new bit. You can even Ooh. hear it. You can hear the change, which yeah. is great <laughs> as you go through. Yeah. So that's always good fun. But I love these little tidbits. They're great. And um, in fact, those what are they called? They're, they're not isometric views. They've got a funnier name. They're only invis- Ian visits to put a load on his website. Of the sort of 3D, they're line drawings, but they're like 3D oh, yeah, of the tube the, stations. Yeah, the black and white isometric maps. Yeah, yeah sure. They're sure. brilliant. Yeah. They're good fun. So they're quite good for spotting good stuff. Anyway, so Embankment Station. What? So what does this connect up then? Well, the yeah, Bakerloo so, line from well, somewhere. I mean, I mean, it's um, it, it's like the Bakerloo line is on one side and the Northern line is 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 at the other, and it's the long corridor that just connects the two. Uh, but what's amazing about it is that halfway along. There's a spiral staircase, which is the next picture, oh, which right. almost nobody ever, 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 ever goes up there, either walks up or walks down. <laughs> and I genuinely, like, if I have friends come and visit London, they go, oh, Jeff, you're Mr. Tube, take us on the Tube. And I always take them to the Embankment Corridor, and we always walk up the secret spa staircase. And people are like, this is amazing. A friend of mine, a woman, got really excited just when we walked up a staircase one day because she was like, I would have never have known that this was here had you not shown me. And in fact, um, I feel like we should jump to that picture. Oh, let's do it. Let's hop over. I was with a group group of friends one day. There's about three or four of us. um, And amusingly, um, the staff, uh, you know, in the ticket hall area in the control room spotted about, you know, four of us just like hanging out on in this in this spiral stairwell, taking photos. And they dispatched a member of staff down to be like, are you okay? <laughs> and we were like, we're just hanging out. I was yeah. like, I'm just showing them this staircase. And even they were like, but nobody ever comes down here. And I'm like, I, I know, that's why we came here. <laughs> so does it link up to like a halfway concourse or something? Like what, what's... what's yeah, it? oh man, embankment is so confusing. There's like a mezzanine level again. So that sort of um, just under the surface, that, that if you change between the Northern Line and the Bakerloo Line, it takes you up sort of in this area where there's, staircases coming off in all directions and there's a little side passage that leads down to this staircase mm. that takes you down to that green corridor but at the top when you're at the top end there's actually a sign that says no entry like do not come this way but but you can it's fine it's fine um, no one's going to shout at you yeah or they, they might, might come and check if you're all right <laughs> yeah they might just spot you on cc uh tv do you know that it might yeah that's happened to me twice actually that happened to me once at moorgate if ever you're on the spiral staircase at moorgate which halfway down leads to the Great Northern and then at the bottom takes you to the tube. I was sort of just taking some people around on a kind of a fun things to see on the tube. And again, at Moorgate, they spotted us and then they dispatched a member of staff with their radio to be like, yeah, they're on the stairwell at Moorgate. <laughs> Go see what they're doing. You, you need a special coloured uh, Jeff hat 
that, that you and Vicky can wear when you're doing tours around the underground. So people just know, oh, it's, it's bloody Jeff again, isn't it? Yeah, all right, it's fine, leave him. Did, did you know? I didn't know this, right? Um, one of the last videos I made back in March before we all couldn't go out on trains, I was making... Um, I was with Network Rail making a video about uh, the landslide down at e down at Edenbridge and mm. Lingfield. Um, and we all had to wear PPE and stuff. And I didn't realize this. It was only when I played back the video and somebody went, ha ha, they made you wear a blue hat. I didn't realize there's a color code. If you wear a white hard hat, then you're like, you've had all the proper PPE training and it means that you know what you're doing. If you wear a blue hat, it means supervise this dummy. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> If I could, I would go and grab my white helmet from the corner. Uh, but maybe wear blue hat. Yeah, that's like, the oh, thing. That's the standard thing. Yeah. So, if, but interestingly enough, my um, my PTS has expired because I'm getting old and crusty behind the ears, which means that my company don't can't be bothered to pay for me a PTS anymore. Which means I'm on a blue hat again now. So you're you're so back on the back do, on the blue do you hat. A blue hat as well as a white hat, or do you have just have the white? Uh, well, they'll probably ask me to hand my white helmet back in. And they, theoretically, helmets expire after a while anyway. You're supposed to chuck them in the bin after, like, two what? years or something. Yeah, really? yeah. They're not like, forever. Yeah, okay. they're not forever, although they're taught we are. I mean, it's fine, right? Um, yeah. That's I, my my I, oranges I, are sat I, in the I, corner I, collecting dust. I haven't been out for ages. I didn't realise that a blue hat was a, was a thing. And now it makes me think back to all the other times I've worn hats and what, what colour they were. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, which what what classification did you fall under? Yeah, basically yeah. it's it's like the it's like the height of your hat in the olden days. In that picture I've got of um of Newcastle East Junction, there, there are two of them. There's one where they're building actually building the thing, and you can see the foreman who's got kind of a bit of a he's got like a bowler hat. You can see the engineer who's got like a top hat, and then all the flat cap folk are the people are the plate layers just kind of kicking metal around. Um, uh, oh, people are shouting at me for PTS personal track safety. It's a network rail thing. Uh, where is Oh. Have you got? Have you got the manual? Have you got the book? Yeah, it's here. It's here. The manual. <laughs> uh, I even do this there. A guy's no, personal track helmet. safety, white and he's helmet. got not a blue helmet. White helmet. That's because this guy is a pro. Uh, this person is a pro. Anyway, there. We are. Oh. So um, don't worry too much about that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, helmets. What? <laughs> this is what rail is about. We go off in funny little sort of just. I love know. it. No, I love it. It's great. I'm gonna while while we've got your big face up and we've got we've got plenty of time in hand. Um, nice collection of OS maps there. Loving that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good work. Just, a little, just I know. I'm Every... pleased at the number with the cover falling off as well. That's always a good sign. <laughs> Yeah, but and and then but recently when I bought a couple, you now get a download. So I was out, you know, several months ago last summer, you know, with my iPad in the field, you know, scrolling around the OS map. Is it any good? Is it good? Is the app good? Like, is it? Is it all right? a, there's like a free version, and then there's like there's like a premium version. They want you to like pay an annual fee for. There's like there's like two two levels. So I I was just using the free version. Maybe the paid version is better. I I don't know. It's it was fine. It was, it was okay. Yeah, I've, I've I bought a few new ones, which recently for um, having having like on the hope of exploring, bought a few new ones actually, kind of a few months ago, and then well, that went well, didn't it? But um, yeah, they've they've changed slightly, and what I realised is that my, some strung off part of my family are now the printers of OS maps. I didn't realise they were printed by Dennis of Froome, uh, in Somerset. So my my the Dennis side of the family, they're all from the the, the West Country, and. Um, Proper West Country, not Somerset, not Cornwall, but Devon, the proper part of the West Country. Are you doing West Country accent right now? Or I, you, you slipped from your I might, have slipped, I might have slipped a little bit. Well, I'm Scottish, yeah, so, I, yeah. so I have a weird hybrid accent. But my, <laughs> So the thing is, you like, 
The thing with the Devon accent is that it's totally upside down from a Somerset accent. Is quite uh, Somerset's easy, right? It's quite easy. <laughs> when to you drop say into Somerset, it. your voice changes. Yeah, it totally it changes. But Devon is totally different to that. It's upside down. Vowels just flip upside down. Everything's different. Like people try and do a Devon accent, they sound like they're from Somerset. Um, they're, so they try and do Bristol accents. Um, uh, well done, Bristol, for pulling that statue down, by the way. Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, yeah, so my accent is... Sorry, did, did you see... Sorry, because we're talking about maps. Did you see what happened within about half an hour on OpenStreetMap? OpenStreetMap. Oh, yeah. got... <laughs> <laughs> it was it. even Google Maps. It wasn't even OpenStreetMap. Like, it was on, like, Google Maps, and, there, and the statue just shifted into the dock. That was perfection. I loved that moment. That was really good. I love it. Whatever it is, I love it when... Like the o, the OSM nerds, I love them because they're like we can edit this. They're <laughs> yeah, on it. They're on it. They're just so on good. it straight away. I love um, it. <laughs> oh man, there's Toby. Stop spamming my at name. We will ask questions shortly, but um, Gareth, put it on slow mode, man. I told you. Slow I already mode. have. I already have. Uh, oh, okay. Why don't they convert these circular staircases into lifts? Well, my answer is they're probably too small, and lifts shafts are square. So those are my two answers. What are yours, Jeff? Why do I feel like there's a is it Tom Scott, big YouTuber, has made a video about the fact that somewhere there's a, a building with a circular lift and a circular lift shaft was was a thing. You should all go on YouTube afterwards and look that up. What, what, yeah. Um, but it, no, it's just money. It's just money, isn't it? I mean, I mean, haven't they just recently, like I haven't been able to get out there on the Northern Mine, but they Mill Hill East became a step-free tube station because uh, the mayor made this pledge to have like a certain percentage of uh, tube stations step free by a certain date, and they did what anybody would do. They they thought, well, where's where's the quick wins? Where can we put a lift in cheaply, just to get our figures up? And Mill Hill East was on that list, even though it's the the less the least used Northern Line station. Whereas putting it in an embankment, which would be much more useful, is also much more complicated and much more expensive. Yeah, so which why it just comes down to money. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and, it, and it ought not to because this stuff. Money is literally free at the moment. Like there is no reason not to be investing in our railway infrastructure. Um, money, like, I mean, it's I mean, like, dude, you, could, you could do a whole two hours just on TfL's finances right now. You know? Yeah, it's, golly, I know, right? <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> but Boris is your Boris and George, your thickest thieves. Um, right. So uh, where are we? Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, so many questions. Let's. Uh, people are people are wondering where Vicky is. Well. Probably busy she's, doing. <laughs> or she just having she, she having a dinner. She has. Uh, she's doing a, a Zoom meeting in the other room. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely she is. Otherwise, I'd, I'd get her in. It's interesting to see if our internet connection can hold up with me on Skype with you and Vicky on oh, yeah. Zoom with with whoever she's talking to. See, that, 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 I, weirdly, I, I'm not using any. I don't need a high demand internet connection, but we have a gigabyte connection here because I'm in a new build with a proper fiber right into the three feet below my toes situation what you got five, you got the fiber straight into your house yeah right? yeah it's, it's quite good a gigabyte a gigabyte a second it's not Whoa. it's not useful it's not a useful quantity of like it's not possible you? for me to are you with bt or virgin no or no, no no like some shifty like wholesaler it's probably fine they're quite cheap actually <laughs> oh good i'll just google that some shifty wholesaler. <laughs> pure Fast fiber internet. i think they're called Brilliant. anyway they are thanks pure fiber i expect it free <laughs> next month um, right, let's uh, let's should, should we skip on to the next image? Yes, this, this is good. This is, I mean, you know, these things are so easy. Is this okay? Is, it, is this how you this imagine is, this? This is a rail natter. This is perfection. Okay. This is exactly what they're like. Just utter <laughs> chaos. Um, everyone's going gigabit. No, for the people who just corrected me on gigabit, 
no, come on, do better than that. Right. Uh, let's go back to this. Okay, it's a picture. It's a, so this is a cheeky picture that you've taken through something, right? Of above a platform. Uh, what love- platform is this? I can't tell. I'm not good enough at tube stations. Dude, there's a roundel right. You're being silly. There's a roundel right there. Oh, this, I, meant the, I meant the. I meant the. Oh, wait, it's Kennington. Is this the northern? No. What's no, it's Ken- Hampstead. It's Hampstead because there's a sign there saying. No, no I know it's Hampstead. I meant the line, not the station. Oh, it's the northern line. It's the northern it line. The northern right, line. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I thought you were like, I'm not sure what station is that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I was, I was trying to work out the I, line from the tile patterns. I was trying to, I was getting too clever for my own good. I, I threw it in because it's one of my all-time favorite photos. This this used to be my Windows desktop wallpaper, nice. if anybody wants to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's now changed to a picture of Corral. Uh, for a while, I had this on my iPad as well. I entered this picture into a um, like a photo competition, you know, that Londonists, rang, Londonists ran back before I used to do stuff for Londoners about eight years ago. And I was like in the top three. I was like a finalist, but it didn't quite win. But it, st- it stood out today. Um because uh, the word Kennington is obviously glowing there. Uh, and I found out a, a wee bit of information today is that that Northern Line extension, they've, they've started up amongst, you know, with all uh, necessary protections in place. Uh, but the bank, uh, the bank upgrade, uh, they've restarted work um, at the Fort Lane, which is to upgrade uh, all the signaling on, on the subsurface railway is happening. Uh, but the extension from Kennington through Nine Elms to Battersea uh is now ticking along and and i couldn't get a date out of them but sort of reading between the lines uh i'm thinking yeah that this will be the next major bit of infrastructure definitely happening quite soon uh on the tube is the extension down to battersea and i'm just excited for for new two new tube stations because it's very so that bit so i'm always interested by that because the northern line is a bit weird in that it's too broadly it's two lines so um but it's it can't be split properly into two lines until they do the work at Camden High Street. Is that right? Like there's still a right old mess at Camden that they have yeah, to unpick. Yeah, Cam- Camden Town is a right Camden old Town, sorry, spaghetti. Yeah. spaghetti. The, the the other thing that's always mentioned is that they uh, is to build a second entrance on the street uh, for Camden, sort of to the north of the station, mm. and sort of have like a one you know one way in and one way out kind of you know situation. But again, that's loads of money and if there's one thing that tfl don't have right now it's loads of money but if they were to untangle camden they you could probably just run it as two complete separate lines and it's always it's always one of those things that's d- discussed and touted about and people have produced tube maps to show what yeah. it might look with kind of like a dark mustard yellow as opposed to like the circle line bright yellow you know to have like a second northern line and would you call it the southern line and when nine elms and battersea came up obviously it reignited that conversation but it's as far as i'm aware it's not being split and it will just stay as one northern line but uh i believe i believe um and again it's one of those things like talking about purple line elizabeth crossrail frequencies nobody has set this in stone but if the northern line is running 24 trains an hour through you know down the charing cross branch um the light the latest that i heard is that is that only 18 would go through to terminate at uh at battersea because it's just two platforms and inexplicably the, the crossover points are like brixton they're in front and rather than behind in the runover tunnels which i think is a weird design design decision uh, and then six out of those 24 will still go around the keddington loop so battersea won't get the full 24 trains an hour service uh, interesting. Only 18. Uh, yeah only 18 i mean it's still it's a decent amount uh, you know 
when when Moulton gets a, a train an hour, you know, or a train every half hour. Anyway, I'm, um, I'm, I'm right into Gareth. Like like, back me up here because you've got that amazing picture of you know the crossovers and the, the points at, at, at Newcastle. If you've got uh, at the moment, I'll, I'll use my hand to, to yeah, demonstrate. Let's get you up in big. This, if this is Brixton, oh hang on a sec, hang on a sec. I'll actually get an actual train. Oh yes, please. There we go. <laughs> hang on my train. <laughs> so. If, if if your platforms are here and, and and the end of the tunnel is here and the train is is coming in right the crossover points at Brixton are outside the station so so which means if one's coming in crossing over the train and the other platform can't leave until it's crossed over so it makes more sense surely from a you know a design point of view to have the crossover points beyond the terminating platform so a train can come in it doesn't block the one going out another platform and it can then reverse beyond the platforms and then come back in on the the extra tunneling i think the problem probably the reason is the extra tunneling so from a cost perspective the offset in operational hit if you've got a good is it just a set of scissors do you know what it looks like have you had a look have they have you given you they've given you top secret access yet (laughs) sadly not i know i've I've spoken to people but it's just just a standard crossover is it standard is it scissors if it's if it's a standard scissors so that's where where you've got two crossovers sat on top of each other perfect mirror image They, they always look nice in pictures um then those, uh, then the speeds to get through there are probably not too bad. So from an operational perspective, it might not be too much of a problem. Uh, right. But yeah, it'll be cost. It'll be tunneling cost because you have to but, you have to bore more tunnel at the other side of the platforms if you did it at the other so side. So you, you say that, but then there's always the will they extend it to Clapham question which mark. They, which is a no-brainer. Come on, TFL. That's obviously exactly. where it has to so go. Why, so why not future-proof the extending it to Clapham and build the extra train length beyond Battersea imagining at some point in the future you're going to run it to Clapham. Because George Osborne took TFL's money away. That's why. <laughs> I don't think. I, but I, do you know why I think they'll never extend it to Clapham? It's obvious, really. Because imagine, imagine what will happen is that um, it would just get overloaded because people will come off, you know, from the trains, you know, from the south coast, from Kent, whatever, coming in, coming into London. Uh, why would you go through to Waterloo or Victoria? Mm. You can hop off at Clapham and onto the tube. And so you'll just get thousands and thousands and thousands of people and it would just become so congested. And in the evening, you'll just have thousands of people getting on at Clapham rather than getting on at Waterloo. Well, that's or... why you need Crossrail too. That's why the that's why the one line that would that had the best business case of the three bits of new railway that have been built, i.e., the Chelsea Hackney line, yeah, should have been built first, not the one that had the worst business case, which is the Jubilee line extension. I mean, I'm glad they built it because it's stunning and it's brilliant. And Crossrail obviously is nice and everything, but they were built backwards. Um, which just shows that business cases are a load of nonsense, and actually, it's all about politics. Which line gets built first? Yeah, well, yeah. What, why do you think the Jubilee line runs through Westminster? Hey, yeah. because parking's there. Yeah. Um, although it's tricky to curb the tracks. It, it so is. you think if Crossrail Two gets built north south, it it will go through Clapham, and maybe then they'll extend the northern line because down. Because Waterloo's down. crammed. Victoria's an absolute shambles of a station. So they, they're both they both need relieving desperately. Um, but, Dude, um, dude, you realise you realize that's like 30, 40, 50 years away and we'll probably be dead when the other time that happens. Well, I don't know. Hopefully I'll be, you know, maybe I'll be engineering manager on some of that work. But, uh, you know, come, come what, come what many, may. I fear it's many years away. <laughs> anyway. I hope not. We've, we've, got, we've got a collapsing climate around us that everyone seems to have forgotten about. So uh, we need to do some of that stuff quicker rather than slower. We'll see. Uh, It'd be nice if it is because then you can do videos about it and tell us about it. That'd be nice. I'll be too to... old. I'll be too old to be nah. on YouTube. Nah. Really? There's not, there's not an upper age limit, you know. 
Why, in your mid-20s, mid, 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 mid Jeff, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm in my 20s. Yeah, but yeah. I can't be 60 or 70 running around holding a camera going, hey, everyone, I'm here at so and Station. Not? Why no, not? Weird. And that's that's exactly it. You need to go out that way. You need to go out that way, with it, like get a heart attack running up those spiral staircases that we were showing. If showed Michael earlier. Portillo was on YouTube doing vlogs, that would look bonkers, right? No. Would it? No, okay. he's going to be doing that in five years. I mean, you know, Great British Railway Journeys is going to be you know, when it, when he starts doing the sort of gorilla episodes where where he's there with his mask on and he's sort of yeah, yeah it'll be on YouTube. Yeah. Great, great British Railway vlogging. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, slow in his eighties. I don't know why I got my stressed Eurostar out. I, I, was, I thought it might have been useful to make a point, but it wasn't. Anyway, uh, forget about that. So. Um, yeah, well, where, 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 let's get that picture back. It's a great, it's a, it is a terrific let's picture. Often. Let's just do this every Wednesday. Yeah, it's well, fun. I do it every, I do do it every Wednesday. It's good fun. I love it, particularly with guests. Oh. Here we are. We've, you know, you're still here. I just thought I'd put this picture up because it's, it's brilliant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was just there just as a lead in to talk about the Northern Line extension. It's the only, it's the only thing I could think of that said Kennington that I had a decent photo of, and that's that's why. Trek zero zero one. Is Track Zero Zero One makes an excellent suggestion, which is a new idea for Jeff in his seventies, eighties, nineties. All the railway station ramps. Which <laughs> <laughs> I think is quite good. I like that. Can you imagine if I've got yeah, if I'm like arthritic and doubled up in like a wheelchair, I could then do a, a, a YouTube series about yeah how accessible. I mean, we've got uh, we've yeah, it's a good point because you raised the fact that they that Mill Hill got its uh, its well, it's not step free it's step free access to the platform uh, Mill Hill. I don't, I don't know about. Uh, I'd assume they put in a platform hump as well You'd on hope, the northern yeah. line, isn't it? The fifth carriage from, you is know, that where back, it... back being south, yeah. one being six being so south. If they, so, but it just it, it, it's a good point and it's worth raising actually. And we're going to have a we're going to have a prop, we're going to have Katie Pennick on hopefully to talk about level boarding. Um, I'm involved in the campaign for level boarding, um, uh, which is it's looking at, at, at the tube, but actually more broadly, it's looking at the whole railway network because that's a bigger right. fish to to tackle. And actually, TFL are much further ahead. Uh, on on that, I think, but um, it just shows that it, a lot of the stuff about step free access is there's a lot of lip service to it, isn't there? It's as you say, Mill Hill was a yeah, it's an easy win when actually it really would benefit people if they spent the big money and and fixed the problems at some of these because it's just it's a mis even now when there are so many more accessible stations on the on the tube map, it's still a case of you do have to do a lot of snakes and ladders to get where you're yeah. going if you if you can't actually get on a you know if you can't get on a tube train unassisted. Uh, yeah. and and then and then weirdly i feel like that information isn't always readily available i can't remember where it was somebody on twitter the other day put out an accessible tube map which i'd never seen before and the person tweeting was like hey here's an accessible tube map which i'd never seen before i remember thinking this is really useful and a nice design it just it made me think why isn't that more readily available yes yeah, step, the step free london blog thomas he um i got him to write for me in rail magazine once to, to do a bit on level boarding he's got a really good map i think um so that might be the same one step free london blog uh, that has it a map might be that. it yeah. might be that map yeah mm. well uh it's weird that you say that but uh i can exclusively reveal on rail matter um that i i made a big thing about that i'd not been on a train for 70 days uh what is today wednesday yeah yeah uh, it's looking very likely that I'm going to go on a train this Friday uh, for, for purposely to do a job, uh, a video job to do with accessibility and a meeting up uh, with some people, uh, the, ac uh, the accessible representative from the rail delivery group uh, in conjunction with. Ah, Great Anger. And we're going to go. On a, yeah, but, but we're talking about accessibility in, in this world where now you have to keep two meters away from someone. Yeah. Um, 
So I will be on a Great Anglia train on Friday, <laughs> but again, doing some work for, for uh, accessibility. Yeah, Dominic. Uh, yeah, I'd met Dominic's lovely. Yeah, do say hello That's to him. Yeah. That's, I didn't say his name, but you knew who I meant. <laughs> I knew exactly who you meant. Yeah, no, he, he, he and I, um, we, we, had a, we met in York once and uh, uh, we, we chatted about precisely this thing because it's something we're both, well, he's, in char- he's, he's responsible for it and I'm passionate about it. So, um, uh, yeah, so that was... Uh, it was good. It's, yeah, I'm glad that. Well, that's that's a, a rail matter exclusive. They don't happen very often. Uh, yeah. I'm excited because a I get to do a good thing and b I get to go on a train. So so yeah. This is it. Yeah yeah. So um right. So like, what I'm going to do is go back through and have a look at uh, have a look at some of these questions. So we've got um, David Shepherd is asking if I can get the guy managing the Mersey rail upgrade. That guy is also called uh, David Shepherd. Uh, uh, no, he's called Dave. Oh, anyway. I, yes. Well, I, I don't want to say his name occasionally, but yeah, but I've, uh, th- I'm definitely doing a thing with, with the 777s, but uh, I, I don't, at the moment, I don't, I, I don't want to get a train all the way up to li- Liverpool, so I might drive. It always freaks people out when they, people go, you drive, Jeff. So can I just say, around that exclusive, I don't own a car, but I hire quite a few cars. And at the moment, it's obviously, it is the best way to get to get around. People have, yeah, people have gone like, I mentioned that I drove somewhere recently. I was like, you drive? Oh, you're all awesome. like, Oh, my you're God. Right. It's yeah, fine. Dean and I, well, Dean has a smart car, which I drive, which is, which for starters is so much fun. I was a hater to start with, but then I got in it and I'd burst out laughing because they're so much bigger on the inside than they are on the outside. They are the, the car TARDIS. Um, I'm not going to try and contract that because it'll go horribly wrong. Um, and, but they are, um, they're brilliant. And they're also like a go-kart. They just have an on and an off button yeah. under each foot. They're, they're great fun. Well, in, in London, we have this car sharing scheme called Zipcar, and there's a thing called Zipflex, where you can just pick up a car, almost like a taxi on the street, mm. and they have a couple of electric cars. And oh, like nice. the torque ratio on it, it's just crazy. You put your foot on the gas, and it just, boom, and it, and it goes. But I, I tell you, rail people, I mean, I'm never going to be able to afford one, but if I ever got my hands on an electric Tesla, I, I might not ride on a train again, because that would just be too much fun to drive everywhere. They're just <laughs> so much fun. No one heard that. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, Dave Shepherd, your namesake is David Powell, who I know, who's the guy at Mersey Rail. He's lovely. Right. He, you wouldn't mind being named. Um, he's on. He's on Twitter. You can go and find him. Uh, he's very good. And Mersey Rail's level boarding. What other questions have we got? Least used emergency toilet use from. Oh, I don't even want to. I'm not even going to read that out. Uh, people are asking if you've got a favourite. People would watch you at sixty, Jeff. Um, there's in fact quite Why? a lot of quite a lot of people interested in watching it. Surely some young and up and coming kid in his teens or twenties would still would you'd want to watch a younger person, not an older person, right? No, or, 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 no because all or, your watchers are going to be old with you, right? Society. I mean, that's encouraging. I don't know. I just yeah. well, everyone's everyone's going to get old. All the people who watched us are going to get old with us. That's that's sort so of you sort of grow with, with yeah them. yeah. The new audience can watch the new people, and we can get angry about the new whippersnappers yeah. on the board. You like those kids? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I mean, people have asked. It's an inane question to ask what what one's favourite station is. I don't think I have an answer to what my favourite station is. Tube, I, I, tube station or national rail let's go, station? Let's go with tube station because you might have an yeah, answer. Yeah, it's, Sub, it's Subbury Town. I made a whole video about it. So um, go and find the video. With, I was there with Luke, Mr. that I mentioned earlier, Mister really? Tube. Man, <laughs> yeah. in August, September of last year. So just go onto YouTube, type Jeff Subbury Town, as I, just watch that video. It talks about everything about why it's such a design classic. Um, um, but I've got a really good answer to what's your favourite national rail station. Oh yeah, go on. You'll like this. Um, it's taken me three years to come up with a decent answer since we did all the stations. When people say, "Do you have a least favourite station?" I mean, and it's 
you know, it's how you define it in terms of is it architecture or the service mm. pattern or whatever. But there's a, I mentioned this on a podcast the other day, I feel like I'm repeating myself. There's a station in Wales, is it Pontypool and Pont- Newin? Okay, yeah. Uh, no, Pontypool. Was it, it Pontypool or Pontypool? I think it's Pontypool and Newin. But the thing about it is that because because it, because it, it's where Gareth's going to look it up, um, it's um, the railway line obviously has to follow through the valleys. You know, you don't want to be taking a railway line up and over a big hill or, or mountain. Um, but the railway station neither properly serves Pontypool or Newin because it's like a 15-minute walk either side to both, right? And I realized that when people say, what's what's a not good train station? The answer is one that doesn't serve anyone, town, <laughs> yeah. which it is named after. So I took the inverse of that. And I and I thought, well, surely that makes a really good railway station, one that's right in the heart of where it's me- meant to, to serve. So, for example, Birmingham New Street, boom, is right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is definitely true. Unavoidably so true. Think it's not a design classic or it's a bit, but it, you can't get more like, yeah, that drops you right in the heart of where you want to go. Unlike London termini stations where you then have to walk or get the tube or a bus, which, you know, so, yeah. Which is what's going to be so brilliant about Crossrail. You can get a train from the outside, boom, Tottenham Court Road, right there. Amazing, I, amazing. So I had the, I was, I had the privilege of uh, going down inside uh, Crossrail when it was being built because we worked on some of the design. So um, one of our design colleagues, we went down, when I worked for Atkins, that was. Um, and so I went into the, um, is it Step, Stepney Green? Uh, one of the is one of the shafts is that right the shaft, the... Yeah. so we went down concepts, went down yeah. this like quite narrow i mean the staircase was like this narrow you might have done done this so i might be but anyway for all the benefit of the viewers is like this rickety like um scaffold staircase that appears to just be floating in, like hanging in midair except that it's like tied off on one side and you kind of walk it and you feel the thing swaying as you're going down it and it's this it's, i mean it's deep it's a very deep railway line because it's got to dodge everything particularly at that point it's really deep because it has to go under silver it, it disappears off under some docks pretty rapidly at that point yeah, yeah um so anyway so went down into that and then walked towards um canary wharf station which was a, which was really cool because it, it weaves it, it, it's a point where it's weaving around the docks so, so through the geology and so the the, the cur- it's got these reversing curves and then, of course, so I went in just before they'd, they'd only just laid the bottom slab. So they'd, it was, obviously, the tunnel had been driven and they'd laid the kind of the mass concrete. So that the curbing, so it looked a bit like a boring company tunnel, as in a bit, a bit kind of empty and sparse. And it's before they then brought in the railway system stuff. And, um, and so it just, but, so that curves with the cant. So with the, with the cant alignment of the track, that, that concrete rotates. So you, you kind of, you're walking along and it's kind of following the cant of the, tra- the train in the future. It's really cool. And then you get to the station and, and just as with all modern metro systems, it climbs to the platforms to save energy, right? So you, you yes. bra- yeah. save your brake as you come up and then you accelerate quickly as you go down. Lovely stuff. Hang but, on, hang on. I'll get, I'll oh, get yeah, my track coming along. So it's going to go way and then... And then, so, and then down again. <laughs> and then down again. Thanks, thanks, Jeff. Uh, thanks very much. Lovely system. Um, and then, so, but it's really nice because you stand in the platform and you look down and you can just see the vertical, uh, the, the permanent way alignment engineer in me was going, oh, I can see the vertical alignment. And you can just see it disappearing off with a really nice vertical curve at the platform edge. Um, yeah, it's quite, it was, and the scale is just off the chart. It's just yeah. on another planet. It's awesome. I can't wait for Crossroads to open. That's the one thing that people, if you could, you just think underground railway, you just think tube, yeah, and you have to think, no, no, it's double the size of the tube. Everything's just big. It's twice as big, and it's bonkers. Yeah, it's bonkers, yeah. And, and, and to the point where they have to think, TFL had to think of lots of new ways of doing wayfinding and things because these stations are so huge that it's really important that people 
end up at the right place in them. I, and... I, from what I've seen, I've been inside three or four of the new builds. I think they'll end up adding in more signage at a later date when they realise that it needs it. Really I interesting. I, I can believe it. It's just the scale is just off the chart. And it's the same with with High Speed 2. People think of, you know, people say, oh, why can't you put that station there, particularly when it comes to the East Midlands hub? They say, why is it not in Nottingham? Nowhere in Nottingham is big enough to have seven platforms of which four of them are 400 metres long. 400 metres long. That's, it's huge. It's just imperceptibly massive as a station, um, which is also cool because the scale of that's going to be brilliant. It's good. We're moving more people with sustainable transport and also letting more trains run everywhere else at the same time. Happy days. Um, yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Any more? Any more questions? Yeah. Let's go back to the questions. I I, I can stay to about eight fifteen. By the way, so we've got like that's twenty fine. minutes. Yeah, we, got, we we can tie off a few questions. This is neat, quite neatly. You've timed it perfectly with your with your photos actually, because we've we've um, reached a, a, a neat point. Right. Where are we? Oh, lots of people are just chatting away at each other. They're moaning about Gar Sarah Noble's moaning about Garforth and East Garforth. Sarah Noble, j just wait until they put Central, uh, put the new Garforth Central in, which I think they won't. I think they're going to cancel that. But I worked on Garforth Central, so there'll be three stations in Garforth, a small suburb of Leeds. Um, that's not even really a suburb of Leeds. It's kind of a town on the outskirts. Uh, people asking us about, uh, do either of us have a favourite seaside town? I presume town with a station in it. Hmm. Uh, one of the best seaside days out I've ever had has been at Margate. Margate is just mm. awesome because you've got the the theme park and there's an art gallery and a big beach. Yeah, and you get to you get to go on a high speed train to Margate. That's always good. Margate. There we go. Margate. Yeah, that was easy. I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky one. I I mean I I went to uh, sixth form in Aberystwyth for whatever reason. And uh, uh, I quite enjoyed Aberystwyth as a place, but it's actually a bit, it's a bit, it can be a bit dreary, but I, I drank so much wine on the beach as a, as a teenager, uh, obviously over 18, don't look up the fact that I wasn't, that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah that, that probably helped, but I mean, Wemyss Bay is also really nice, I presume that's on the coast, that station's lovely, isn't it? Which one, sorry? Wemyss Bay, so the one up in Scotland. Oh, Wings, the, yeah. uh, Wings, Wings Bay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there's no beach there. You said seaside. I, I, that makes me think of, like, beach and... Sort oh, of yeah, fair point, fair point. And, and Candy Foss. I really want to go back to Scarborough on a day that it's not raining, uh, which is... up That's up your way. But also, there's a lovely town called Bridlington, which we never got oh, a really? chance to explore. Have you ever got out at Bridlington? Is it a... Uh, is it a I would not necessarily recommend it, because <laughs> oh. it's a bit rough. Uh, Sorry, but it's kind of nice. Sorry, everyone, Bridl in Bridlington, kind of, uh, kind of stumped on your parade a bit there. Um, yeah, but then Scarborough's also a bit rough when the sun's not shining. So you know, uh, I need to go back to Scarborough when it's a sunny day. Yeah, I really want to do I that. I, so we lovely. went. So like at the end of last year, or it was like it was quite late. Or maybe it was October last year or something. Remember, was there like crazy heat wave? Do you remember? I don't know. It was some weird part of the year, and there was just a crazy intense heat wave. Um, oh no, it can't be in October because it was raining for months. There was something, maybe it was a bit earlier in the year. Anyway, York was impossible to breathe in. It was so hot. So Dean and I hopped on a nice air-conditioned Transpennine Express train and went to Scarborough. Uh, and it was, it was quite nice, other than the fact that it was, it, it somehow cooled down a lot. So we got out and it was like, oh, okay, well, we've cooled down now at least. That's good. And then we went and sat on the beach and had fish and chips in the cold. But that's, that's what you do in Britain, right? On the seaside, you have fish and chips in the rain. I once took Dina to Stonehaven, which doesn't have, it's a lovely town, but it doesn't have a station uh, up near Aberdeen. And it has one of the best fish and chip places in the country, and it has a really good ice cream place. Uh, so we had fish and chips and ice cream and my obligatory can of iron brew. Um, but it was raining and windy. Uh, and Dina, who is um, 
she's used to the Adriatic coast. She's from Serbia originally, so she used to go to Croatia a lot. She's used to like you know gorgeous Mediterranean sort of sunshine and and having ice cream and fish and chips in the rain was, was felt like a strange experience, even though she's been living here for you know nearly twenty years now. But anyway, um, I digress again horribly. Right, I'm going to uh, do the last surge of questions okay. for the League I, of Peace. I was just going to say no, but just but just from like like a train uh, spotting enthusiast perspective. Uh, I'm not just saying it because I'm from the south of England, but if you're down, if you go down to the, the south coast and, and the coastway, so you get the train to Brighton and head east, you know, and there's so many points along there where you could be walking along the beach and then the train just rattled past as you're there. Yeah. So you could be enjoying beach and train all, all at once. It's really good. You know, where I mean, it goes down through like Norman's Bay and Pevensey Bay, all that section along oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with like the lovely right. like architecture like that through all the tunnels and stuff. Yeah, it's great. You have trains running right along the seafront, and it's it's even like New Haven. Yeah, go, start at Brighton, go to New Haven, walk through Seaford, and just keep keep going. That, that's a, that's a great day out to do walk and train. It's um yeah. So have have you seen the picture? Okay, this is the last digression. I'm not seeing any more questions. I promise this is the last digression. <laughs> have you fine. ever seen the pictures of um at Folkestone Warren? There was a massive slip during the First World War. And Network Rail uncovered some of these photographs that were taken at the time. And there's a train I... hanging off. Oh, it's right. it's so Google um, the 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 Great Slip, I think it's called. But Folkestone Warren um, like you, slip. You, and... you want to do it now? I can do it. I've oh, got. Could do it. Could... I've got my. Hang on, Folkestone Warren. Did you yeah, say? Yeah, Folkestone Warren slip. I I've never worked out how to put. An... Well, I could, probably could do it. Uh, wait a minute. Uh... Oh, it's not worth it. I'll break my OBS and I'll get I'm confused. At, but... I can see a picture right now of a train and some tracks dangling. Yes, Goodness. so everyone, search that. That is on the Goodness. line of which you spoke. Um, and it was the biggest geological slip in the UK you know, just... for, since and for, for years and years and years. I went to Google Images, typed Folkestone Warren slip, and it was the first first picture there. There's a, there's a train, like, dangling. Yeah, it's spectacular, isn't it? Like, really spectacular. Um, and so there's some really nice high quality photos in the Network Rail Archive website that you can find. And it's just, it's nuts. But yeah, the, the what Folkestone Warren Holt was moved about 150 meters <laughs> and it stayed broadly intact, fair play. But um, yeah, the whole, the whole coastline just went like that. So when you look at the alignment, if you get the NLS map website up, you know where you can compare old maps and, and, and stuff. NLS is National Library of Scotland, National Library right? of Scotland, yes. Um, NLS.geoexplore.com or something like that. Anyway, um, you can see where the alignment used to be, of course, and then where it's been rearranged thanks to the earth moving. It's spectacular. Anyway, that's, that's, the, that's what I know about that bit. So, so we mentioned this last week. I did a video with Paul Whitebick last week. We did a least used station, and he mentioned the NLS, and I did it in my video. I popped up. And there was a gentleman in the comments that was like, but this is amazing. I've just spent the last eight hours on this website and he got sucked in. It's bad. It's... And he was so happy. He was like, but this is incredible. <laughs> He's like, how did I not know about this before? <laughs> and, I, and I love that, that you just you, you find a, a resource. And it is. You, if you could just have one of those sucked in moments and just look up so much stuff it's great I love it's it. it's, I love it's it. honestly it's brilliant like yeah the it side by side good. or the overlay where you kind of yeah, there's a really fade yeah. slider and, and they're National adding Library of scotland people if you're bored during lockdown oh. even though lockdown is kind of easing that's that's where you needed to look it's yeah. so good it's so good I, I haven't watched this evening's news to, to know where we are or what are we allowed within a meter of the rear? I think John John Stone of the Independent said it's kind of like a it's like a really complicated drinking game, in that they're they're adding just more rules, 
more rules to the point where you kind of forget the rules. You forget the rules in the low deck of the cards. And we're now we're now up at like the, yeah. the sevens, eights, and nines, and people just have no idea what's going on. So I think that's probably where we're at. So that's good. Uh, but, Jeff but, does not endorse but, this opinion, of course. No, no. But you know what? I, I, it, I, this, I, this is a great story because it's a great analogy, and I was reminded of this because uh, I've been at several events, uh, at railway events, where maybe uh, you know people are out enthusiastic to take pictures of trains, you know, and somebody very clearly says don't go off the end of the platform or don't go beyond that yellow line. But by, by humans, we're like, oh, I just want to I just want to get in front and just get a better picture. Just, and what happens is that is that nobody goes in front of the yellow line until one person gets <laughs> and they go by an inch. Right. And then somebody behind them goes, well, if they're going to go over the yellow line, I'm going to go in front of them. And everybody just eggs everybody on. And that's how it that's how it happens. It takes one person mm -hmm. and the trickle starts. So I feel like at the moment, people don't want to go back on the trains, you know, and yes, we're being told essential journeys only, or I feel like there's just all these sort of social practices which we've come to adhere to, but nobody wants to be the one to break the mold first. But just as humans by default and by our nature, once we see someone else doing something, we all go, well, if, if they're doing it, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. And that's how we'll, that's how yeah. we'll all go whatever normal is yeah. yeah as david frankel puts it the uh, dominic cummings effect anyway we'll move on from that so um yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh so well that jeff that was i'm gonna i'm gonna press wait a minute see what i mean you're right so i need to get my obs tied to keys so that i can press them and, and then change it we're at the oh, end this is it this is this is where i go we are on a podcast platform what's, what's that fourth one what's i have no idea one? i have no idea but it works on that too Thanks, Giel, as ever, from the Netherlands for sorting this one out for us. Um, Thanks. Yeah, we've... Um, so, oh, it's all happening. There's lots of discussions. Make, oh, crikey. People are asking about the tube challenge, whether that's going to be made impossible by all the changes to the map coming up. Oh, um, what? What's, what's the question? The sorry? question was, um, ask Jeff if the Camden Town Split, Northern Line Extension and Bakerloo Line Extension will make the tube challenge impossible to do in one day. Uh, no, well, no, it will make it. Well, what's interesting, I should have touched on it earlier. When Battersea and 9 0 opens, it, it's a reset because we'll go up to uh, 271 or 272 stations, depending on how you count them. So there'll be two brand new stations to do. But also, uh, Crossrail will then open and that will allow you more Through interchange, yeah. more across town possibilities. So that's that's what's really fascinating. When So, so no, because we, we have a new railway which should open up by maybe 20. 21 22 it will be slightly easier yeah there we go that's 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 the top tip nice one i i yeah there we go so everyone's asking questions now i put the end cards up oh, come on there, now. there they're asking questions yeah. Oh, yeah people people well it's fine it's good timing because we need to let you go anyway um so uh, oh yeah as ever to if you want to get if, if if people have enjoyed this uh i've enjoyed it hopefully jeff's enjoyed it um if you want to vote on who's chatting in the next one um, or what the next theme is, Patreon is your place to go, but you can still throw me suggestions, that's fine. Likewise, coffee and PayPal. These are the things that allow me to get better kit. Like, for example, a mic that is not this one, that actually and works. It's more like this one. But it's more like that, that fancy thing that I'm pointing at. <laughs> very, very schnazzy. And also a thing that isn't an Ikea brown lamp. This, this Ikea lamp here. Oh, God. Uh, it helps. Actually... I have an Ikea lamp as well. I mean, yeah. you know, we've all... Well, Gary Keener off of 25kV off of the Twitter, jerry-rigged one out of a cake tin and some LED strips he found off of YouTube, off of um, eBay. So, uh, yeah, I need to maybe get on that action. Um, anyway, That's no. using like, Blue Peter skills to like stick something together. This, this is it. it, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so yes oh and next next week we have prabria one of my the first time one of my actual colleagues who i've done day job work with is going to appear in a rail matter which is exciting she's going to be talking about um well quite a few things but i think we're going to be talking about um building railways but with less carbon so how do you reduce carbon footprint in, in, in an age where we need to be managing and being careful about this? How do you build a railway um, or upgrade a railway uh, but reduce the carbon footprint of that? So that should be interesting. Um, yeah. But, um, Jeff, it's been brilliant. I've had, a, yeah, I've had tremendous fun. It's been so much fun. Thank you so, so much. And that hour has whizzed by. It really Thank does. You. It really does. Yeah. Um, no, absolute pleasure. And if ever you want to, you know, if you've got some, some crazy idea for if you now you've seen the format and you think, oh, you know what would be hilarious? Uh, you yes. know, just give us a buzz. Uh, we, we, we could maybe do it. I forget, Vicky, we could have an all the stations round natter. We could like combine, oh, combine, good. combine the streams like Ghostbusters. No, that's, that's not combine the streams. No, oh. that, no don't, you don't. Uh, I started don't by, for whatever reason, YouTube brought up the documentary, actually, the all the stations documentary. And I was like, what's, what's this? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, there are lots of stations. Oh, I know. Oh, it's Vicky. Oh, it's, I know what this is. And I got hooked. What? Have you not watched it? That's no, I haven't. To do. Hours of work to piece that together. So, yeah, Come so on. I'm about halfway through. So I'll drop into it at some, and watch the end. But, yeah, so uh, uh, and all the stations rail natter sounds, sounds brilliant. Anyway, Thank Jeff, you. a pleasure. Really everyone, so much. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, everyone on the feed. Cheerio. Cheerio.